Do you know how long after a baby giraffe is born it is able to walk around? I hear you shout, what has that got to do with the price of fish, Paul? And more importantly, what's it got to do with emotional repression and an episode about emotional repression? Stick with me, I'll tell you all about it. When a baby giraffe is born, it can walk around about an hour later. So an hour after it bounces out of its big, tall mum, it can walk. What does that mean? Well, it means to a certain degree, after an hour, it is self-sufficient. It can walk around, it can find food. Compare that to us weird and wonderful humans. When we're born, we are completely helpless. We can't walk, we can't talk, we can't even lift our own heads up. What does that mean? It means that instinctively from the second we enter this planet, we know we are completely reliant on the people around us. We are 100% reliant on the big ugly humans that we are handed to when we were born to keep us alive. And we know that instinctively, which is where all the problems start. Because if you go back to the last episode, what we were talking about, this is when the program experiences really kick in from the second we are born and the biggest programming experiences we have that lead to problems later in life are around our emotions. So the, ver the very first thing many of us will have heard when we were born, you may have said this to children when they were born, is don't cry. And we say it with the best of intentions as all of this stuff is generally done with the best of intentions. That's why it's never about beating people up. It's just about learning about how we are the way we are so we can do something about it. So from the very start, think about emotions, think about how children express emotions. If you've ever had kids, if you've ever been around a kid, think of a baby crying. Think about that pure, unadulterated, raw scream, the red face, the tears running down their face, their snot coming out their nose. Think about a toddler a few years later. Think about a temper tantrum. I like to picture this as a kid in a supermarket, lying on the floor, kicking their legs, screaming again, red-faced, slapping their arms on the floor because they're not getting their own way. And then on the other end of the spectrum, think about a kid laughing. Think about that pure, unadulterated joy with no filter. I don't know anybody who doesn't hear a kid laugh and it also makes them laugh and makes them happy. That is what pure emotion looks like. And when we are born, before anything happens to us, before we get any programming experiences, that's how we are. In our natural form, in our natural state. Compare that to adults. When was the last time you ever saw an adult cry, have a temper tantrum, or laugh in the same way you see kids do it? Think how infrequently we laugh like that once you pass a certain age. The temper tantrum one I love to think about. If Imagine if you saw Billy from down your street in the local supermarket and his wife Margaret wouldn't let him get the beers he wanted so he just lay on the floor and started kicking his legs and screaming. And the same with crying. If you saw a grown-up human crying the way you see a baby cry, you'd probably think they should be sedated. So how does this happen? That's where this comes from. We are taught from a very young age that we need to suppress and repress perfectly natural, normal emotions in order to fit in and in order to please our caregivers. Basically, this is where it all ties in together. When our caregiver says to us, don't cry, don't be afraid, don't worry, these are all instructions that 
lead to us thinking, okay, I need to behave differently to how I would naturally behave in order to achieve, to get their love, in order to make sure that they look after me so that I survive. The problem with that is that we are, as, as a whole natural human, I always like to think of it like this, you, are, you come out as this whole fully formed natural human and as you are told that you need to turn off some of those emotions that you are feeling naturally, you slowly become less than whole because while you, you know you feel these things, you know you feel anger, you know you feel fear, you know you feel sadness, you know you feel self-pity, but these are all emotions that down the human conveyor belt, the production line that we've talked about before, we have been taught through the generations they are not acceptable. We even refer to them as negative emotions. So we're told you need to turn them off. You need to repress them, suppress them. And what that leads to us being is less than whole, less than we are actually meant to be. There's a difference between repression and suppression, which we'll cover quickly. In very, in very basic terms, repression of emotions is basically when it's done on a, on a subconscious level. So it's been going on so long, we are burying things so deep, we're not even consciously aware we're doing it. Suppressing emotions is more like when you notice and you are aware of something coming up and you consciously push it down. So for example, you've had a wife, you, you've had a wife, you had an argument with your partner before you go to work one morning, you are angry, you are pissed off, but you know you can't you can't express that emotion when you get to work so you suppress it we do this part of our everyday natural life you will mainly hear me talk about and if you buy the book i will mainly talk about emotional repression just for the sake of simplicity but it's important to know the difference between the two and also to know that they're both damaging and we are both we're doing both of them all of the time which is the key why do we do this we do this because as I say, partly we're trying to please the caregivers around us. We're trying to please the people around us who we know we rely on for our very survival. And secondly, because something I learned actually when I started doing all of this work, I was a 38-year-old man, started seeing a therapist, started working with coaches, started studying all this stuff, started to reopen emotions that had been turned off years and years before. And something I noticed was how painful they are to feel. Even as a grown man, I would I can experience now sadness or grief or hurt or anger and I can literally feel the pain, a physical pain inside. And I think to myself, I can make the conscious decision now to just feel it. But when I was a two-year-old boy, when I was a three-year-old boy, that must have been so unbearable and no one taught me what to do with it that... I needed to switch it off. The control deck inside my head, my subconscious, what the, all of the stuff that exists for me to survive in this crazy world said to me, you need to dampen these down. You need to switch these off as much as you can because it hurts to feel them. The problem with this is that, again, we know deep down that we feel these things. We already know instinctively that we feel anger and we feel fear and we feel sadness and we feel self-pity and we feel jealousy. So when we are told not to feel those things by our caregivers, all that leads to is us feeling ashamed of ourselves. This all again, all happening on a deep subconscious level. None of this you're likely to be aware of. I was never aware of it until I started doing all of this stuff. So we become ashamed of who we are deep inside and that's when our first feelings of, I'm not good enough, 
start because when someone tells us not to feel a certain thing it's not like we can stop feeling it if you're afraid of something and someone says to you don't be afraid it doesn't stop you being afraid it just tells you that that feeling isn't acceptable so where does that lead to it leads to us feeling ashamed of the way we feel again deep inside deep in the subconscious and shame is the foundation for everything else that we'll talk about it ties in massively with the next part we're going to talk about it ties into the fundamental foundation and roots of all of the problems we have if you have never heard of or never listened or watched listened to or watched any of Brené Brown's stuff around this I would highly recommend you do she's got viral TED talks on shame and vulnerability which is another important topic we'll come back to Uh, she's got a Netflix special and she's got her own podcast and multiple books I would highly recommend you dive deep into all of her stuff shame is such an important part of everything we're going to do we're going to talk about on the other side of all of this which is important to note as well all of our emotions come through the same tap so think of it like i don't know what you call them if you're not listening outside the uk does everyone call them taps faucets maybe think about the place where all the water comes out of into the sink in your kitchen and the hot and cold all comes through the same place it's the same with emotions So you've got one big tap and all the emotions come through. So the problem is when we're taught that subconsciously we need to dampen down these so-called negative emotions like fear and anger and self-pity and jealousy, we, when we start to suppress those things, when we start to repress those things, we can't help but also turn down everything else as well. And this ties into the becoming less than whole conversation. Because while we start going back to the imagery of what we're like as kids, expressing our emotions think about the crying and the laughter when we start turning down the crying because we're we're told don't cry don't be upset when we start to turn that down because we we need to to try and keep the love and the affection of the people who are raising us in order to survive we can't help but turn down the joy and the laughter and the happiness that means we become compressed we become less than whole so we not only are we suppressing our so-called negative emotions, which we'll come back to again, this is a big, big part of what I talk about. There is no such thing as negative emotions, but we'll get stuck into that later. Not only do we start turning those down, we also start turning down the so-called positive emotions, which is why later in life, maybe in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 20s, if you're unlucky, even younger in some people today, you feel unfulfilled, you feel stuck, you feel empty, you feel like you can't feel the world properly anymore without often, which is where I ended up, without things like alcohol or drugs to help you break out of these things. I got to a point where I could only feel the extremes. So I could only feel really intense depression or sadness or intense joy and happiness and excitement, exhilaration. Everything in between just became really numb and really repressed and suppressed exactly what i I had been doing for years that's where it all comes from so it comes from the very start when we're kids being told that certain emotions we feel are not acceptable this is only a short episode this is only a short chapter in the book when i write when i was writing it i actually thought when you write a short chapter and you you cover a shortish topic should it be longer than that and then i realized when i'm reading a book i actually quite like having some short chapters because you get like 
the feeling of getting a quick win. We will come back to what to do about all of this in the second part of what is the second part of the book, the transform in the A, which is for accept, allow and process. And I will talk to you all about how you can start to undo this programming that we've had that has led to us repressing and suppressing perfectly natural emotions. For now, the whole idea of this episode, this chapter of the book is just to give you a basis to understand how this starts out. And then in the next episode, we'll talk about what that starts leading to. So that's it for this one. I hope you liked it. Share it. Like it on YouTube if you're watching it on YouTube. If you're watching it, if you're listening to it on the podcast, share it with someone you think it might help. We're going to get stuck in on the next episode to one of my favourite parts of all of this. Thanks for tuning in. See you soon.